Did someone say, show me the funny? It doesn't matter now. Here come Cliff and Kendall. Listeners are saying, thank the good Lord above, or if they're Satanists, thank the Dark Lord below for my magic time, which it's has magic time. just begun. It just started. It's their magic time, and this is the time when the listeners, they just lay back and relax, and they just let Cliff and Kendall take control. They're like, let these other guys take the reins for a little we'll while. We'll take it from here. Let Jesus take the wheel. We'll take your ear. Oh, uh, let's not start with that. We'll take your heart. Oh, let's move on. All right, Kendall, what is this show about? It's about balls. Balls. It's a countdown, of course. A countdown of the best balls. The best balls. There's so many. So many balls. Did you realize when you were making out your list of the great balls, you're like, damn. It might have like eight pages of the best balls. I was like, goodness gracious, Cliff. Goodness gracious. Goodness gracious. Oh, look over there. Who are those people juggling? What is that? Are they juggling mousetraps? Hey, I've never no, seen that. They're juggling sacri- sacrificial cockroaches. You can't. You got to buy those if you're going to juggle with those. Kendra, you can't sell cockroaches. They're living beings. They have souls. What are you, a slave trader? Is that who you want to be? 12 years a slave trader. I treat them very well. Oh, ouch. Ouch. You and, oh, you go over great on Fox News. Kendall, would you please tell the listeners where we are, what we're doing, why you are selling cockroaches, why they're juggling <laughs> uh, roach motels, Cliff, or I guess. is what. We're at the best place in Busheltown. We're at my store. Kendall's the Cabinets KKK of store. No, it's not. Stop saying that. Kendall's I had to put up KKK signs. Store. Cliff, we're in my store. I've graciously yeah. offered to use my space to have these auditions for the big talent show coming up. Big talent show. It's being put on by the Rye Blossom Plaza, which is the official name of our strip mall that we're in here, that Kendall's little... Uh, hobby thing here is and also down the other end mrs potter butter butter churns butter churn pottery and butter got the erotic bakery here got the clown supply store industrial clown supply and you know a couple others and then a lot of empty spaces but really but you and mrs potter butter butter churn you're on the audition committee is this correct are the rumors true (laughs) i can i can neither confirm nor deny cliff no, I can set the record straight. We're both on the audition committee, and we're going to be seeing all these acts come in and perform and deciding who gets to be in the talent show. Well, I think if that guy wants to juggle, I think it would actually be a better idea to juggle mousetraps, because if you had set mousetraps that you were juggling, that, oh my God, if Chekhov had thought of that, that's what 
uh, you know, all his plays would have been about instead of whatever it was. Cliff, he's just warming up over there. He's not going to be warming up with what he's going to really do in front of me right now. He wants to wait until I'm judging. Are you going to judge? I think you're just a terrible judge. So let's have Mr. <laughs> Snodbottom. He's been a producer for decades and decades. Why don't you just let him do the judging? He found us, after all. Who have you found? Look, I am doing the show, so out of respect for the show, I will step down and let him be on the audition committee this time. All right. I think that's only right because, you know, you're getting to host the auditions. I mean, your store was the natural choice because there's just a lot of room because there's never any customers. So there's plenty of room for aud- auditioners to come in. You got the, that big table set up over there and the, the microphone and that light that you put up in the corner there. Is that one of your old lights from your own personal lighting kit from Watkins, the defunct film school days? Yes. Can't you see all the melt gels on the side from all those times we almost burnt houses down? I thought that was just some jelly Charles the Contractor might have gotten on there when he helped you set up. Now, Charles is up there by the door. No, it's over here on the mic. (laughs) Charles is up by the door, and he's letting in the auditioners, or auditioning... They're auditioners, right? Or auditionees? What's an auditionee? You're no, they're auditionees, right? And you are the auditioner, because you're doing... Yes. I don't understand, kid. Because we're... we're we're holding know. the audition. We yeah. got to get Funkin' Wagnalls on that. But I think it's going to be a great <laughs> day. I think I see a lot of people out there doing stretches with sheet music in their hand, a couple of fire breathers, and I'm, I look forward to seeing. Now it's a shame people like me that you know, like who are too poor. It's a very classist thing of you guys to not let people like me who are too poor to have a store uh, on to the committee. But I, I uh, agree. Before you even audition, got a clout. No, I'm full of clout. I'm full of it. <laughs> full of something. Already, I, without even auditioning, I agree to be the closing act at the Follies or the well, whatever you're calling it, and I yeah, will do look, a medley hey. from my new album in parentheses and maybe a couple classics thrown in. Born this fat, ten years old. Can you believe it? Yes. What were Cliff, you, were you look, saying? I, I've just got to stop you right here before you make a fool of yourself. I want to make sure you know. Before you say anything in front of Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Term, Mr. Snodbottom, we've all decided that you should close the show. And that's why we haven't asked you to be on any committee. Because we know that you are the best person to close the show. And they they wanted to surprise you later at the end of the audition. So don't talk about it every time they come okay. in. Because then they're going to be like, you're going to be making a fool of yourself. I just, you can do it here in front of me and the listeners. It's a safe place. But I didn't want you to do it in front of them. Well, I, prom- I promise to act surprised. When okay, good. she tells me, okay. But, oh, we should tell Mr. Snobbottom he's going to be doing this. <laughs> Before we get too into the show, start oh, talking yeah. all these balls. He's just Mr. over Snobbottom. there. Oh, hey, Mr. Can you come in here for just oh, a second? Oh, oh, oh. What is it, boys? You know, you Mrs. Butter 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 Churn, she's you about to start <laughs> watching the auditioners, boys, or, or oh, sugar up, are they called auditionees? <laughs> I'm not sure. Dear. Dear, you know, it's impolite to talk about such things if you don't know the correct term, so I'll oh. just wait until we can research it a little bit more. But, yes. uh, Kendall, dear, aren't you ready? We're, we're supposed to be watching the, the, the people coming to audition. <laughs> uh, well, actually, that's why we, we called you in. I, you know, we've got a show going on, and, you know, we, we often, we have to, ta- the show takes priority over everything, so we yeah. figured Mr. Snodbottom should... Uh, to take my place. I'm going to step down and let you, because you are such a great judge of character. 
Oh. And, oh. and I mean, you've, you've picked two you. of the best oh. podcasters oh. in the past 10 years to host this show. Oh. So. Well, Candle Boy, my bowels are very flattered <laughs> at your pronouncement. <laughs> and I promise, Sugarlump, to do my duty and pick only the very best for the Whatever it is we're going to call it, we also have to come up with a name for the show, boys. Oh dear, the naming committee is working on it as we speak. Oh, all right, well, I'll leave it in there, capable hands. Okay, well, I appreciate that you might want to wipe up just a little bit before you start watching all the auditioners, and maybe, or auditionees, whatever you call it, and, and tell that one, the juggler, live mousetraps, not with live mice, but loaded you know, and sprung, unsprung, or unsprung, is it sprung or unsprung? Mousetraps. The ones that, like, where they could go off if he catches them wrong. That's what we want to see him juggle. that sounds dangerous. Dear, I'll let him know. I'm sure he might want to incorporate that into his act. Excuse me, sir, dear. You put the roaches in. Oh, sorry, Bowers. I'll send someone in to clean up this bow waste later. Or, Kendall Bower, why don't you just do it? All right. Yeah, I'll get it later. Um... Okay. Because I, I didn't want to let them know that Charles was the only person on the naming committee. Uh, there's no telling what the name of the show will be. Oh, God. I don't want to even think about it. I want to think about balls. About a dollar for every time you said that. Balls. I've said it to so many people. I've just texted it. I just sent a group text earlier about the same thing, but on a different topic. And uh, that's not what we're doing. We're just talking about the best balls. Didn't it ever occur to you, like... Let's count down the the ten greatest balls before today. Let's do it. Did it ever occur to you before, Kendall? It never had, Cliff. Never, never. But now well, it does. Now things are different because we're doing. Times it. have changed. You damn oh, right. Let's see. I need a Space ball coin. Face coin. Here we go. All right, Cliff. Heads or tails. Oh, both so close to the balls. I'll say tails. <laughs> tails it is. Oh! Tails, they be a tailin'. Oh, my God. The tenth best of all the balls? Oh, it's so hard to choose. My God. They all seem like they should be number one. Everyone. Oh. Ball, ball. Number 10, we're going to say, oh my God. Kendall, this is a ball that just our lives would never have been the same without this ball, okay? Your life, my life, and yours, especially as a dancer, because what is a dance without this ball? It's a disco ball. Oh, Kendall, number, don't you love a Play disco ball? Play that funky music, white fried boy. Yes, I do love a disco ball. I would love just if every room, instead of just a, uh, or maybe in addition to an overhead light, there was another switch, and it was just the twirling disco ball, and it spun, and you saw all the reflections around, and it was kind of like your own personal prom. I think that should be worked into every room in America. Kindle the disco ball. Disco. It's not dead. It lives forever. <laughs> well, and look, I, I think we can, even though it's called a disco ball, I think we can separate 
What a glorious piece of machinery a disco ball is from the era it was created in. I often think they should cover more things with little mirrors. Like, don't, don't you love it when a person puts on a mirrored jacket and they I light do. them up? Oh, what, like what? yeah. And it sparkles and it's going yeah. everywhere. Like it's on Leap flash. of it, Come it's on. It's great. So I think they should cover more things with little tiny mirrors. Definitely more tiny mirrors. And if this were um, tiny things that should be covering things countdown, maybe that would be on there too. But we're <laughs> it's, talking it's about... big mirrors I don't like. <laughs> a ball covered with tiny mirrors. The disco ball. Can you know, I will meet you under the disco ball anytime, any place, especially if there is a Madonna song playing, because I feel as though the universe has selected it just for me and has played it in my honor and wants me to bust a move as I get into the groove under a bouncing baby disco ball. All right, Kendall, that's number 10. Oh, God. It's hard for anybody to imagine that there are nine better kinds of balls than the disco <laughs> ball. Cliff, hold my balls. Here we go. Number nine. Uh-oh. Now, this this ball has been a huge part of both of our lives. <gasps> um, we have been around it a lot. Uh, sometimes even in person. Uh, it has shaped our life in ways that we can't even begin to imagine. And Cliff, I'm talking about... Oh, God. The ball at the beginning of every Universal movie. You know, that big planet Earth with a big Universal logo. Because Now, before you start laughing, don't <laughs> laugh. Because that symbol we see at the beginning of all of our favorite movies, even like, think about the burbs, when that old Universal symbol, and then you go in all the way into that street, and they've got the real Universal ball at Universal Studios when you go. That we've taken our picture in front of what a ball. The <laughs> And we had a ball while we were there. What a ball. I don't know what's so funny about that. <laughs> the earth is the ball the ball that is the No, earth it's not the earth, it's the universal logo. The universal logo, but it is it's it is representing the earth, right? Is it ever not? Rep- yes, but I'm not. I'm not saying it's not a ball. But it's okay? such an icon. Yeah, no, you're I right. And that's I, have I not knew. Mentioned I the knew word veto. there was going to be. I knew the debate committee was going to come out, and they were like, "Oh, that's the Earth." But no, that, did, but- I didn't say that exactly. I did not say veto. That's the spinning Earth. I mean, the Earth. Is I didn't a say ball. the veto committee, but uh, anyway, from the debate committee. Yes, it, you're right. It is the planet Earth, technically. But it, it is the Universal logo, and I, I, I stand by this decision because it was such a part of our life, and I still get goosebumps when I see the Universal logo come around, because I would go with my dad when I was a kid. It just does something to me. It's a wonderful oh. thing. Just good things are coming. I'll die on that ball. When you see that ball spinning in the <laughs> Universal logo, it makes you feel... And you, it's true. It's true. Good things are coming when you see that. All right, Kendall, the universe, that's a universal feeling about that, the universal ball on the logo. And now now that we've got that out of the way, things should be a lot smoother here on out. Oh, speaking of smooth balls, Kendall, number eight. Oh, my. 
Eighth terrifies grade. me. Terrifies me that you have the number one ball slot. I but know. Don't worry. I have fifty vetoes. I have Cliff, so the space many. coin knows what it's doing. But I have so, and I mean, I may have to save all the vetoes for the number one. And just <laughs> you better veto, save them up. Just veto after veto after veto until there's something acceptable. But no, I've no. got the best one for number one, and I trust me, you'll be fine. Okay. Uh, number eight is Kendall. This ball, I think this is just a fantastic ball. It's a there's such a great ball that they even wrote a song about it. Weird Al wrote a song about it. It's the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota. Damn it! Ke- you took one of my. Oh, <laughs> one of the great. Weird yep. Al songs. Well, and, not and just, only that, yeah. it was in Vacation, too. They talked oh, about it in it? Vacation. Yeah. Okay. He was like, kids, we're going to go see the, the world's largest ball of twine. I said, kids, if you could go anywhere in this great big world now, where'd you like to go to? They said, Dad, we want to see the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota. They picked the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota. You know, Weird Al just makes this wonderful journey, a, a ballad in the in the old sense of like it's a story song. Uh, you know, <laughs> of the family setting out on the journey, not unlike the vacationers in Vacation. To pop myself a beer. Yes, on these hallowed grounds, open ten to eight on weekdays in a little shrine under a makeshift pagoda. This sits the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota. I tell you, it's the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota. I gave her camera to Bernie, and we stood by the ball, and we all gathered round and said, But at least we got our memories So we all just stared at the ball for a while And my eyes got moist But I said with a smile, kids This here's what America's all about Then I started feeling kind of gooey inside And I fell on my knees and I cried and cried And that's when those security guards threw us out And it just it does make you think of the... What mankind can do when it's not busy being just so stupid, don't you think, Kendall? <laughs> I, we, we wouldn't know, because we've never had a moment in history that mankind hasn't been stupid. Not that we have witnessed. But anyway, Kendall, got to give it up to Weird Al. And I'm sorry, I don't remember what album it was on. One of the 80s ones. And it's fantastic. The biggest ball of twine in Minnesota. Biggest ball of twine. I love it. Uh, Cliff, before we move on down this countdown, I just have to, I want to ask you something that, so as we're getting older, you know, and things are in our bodies starting to be like shutting down. Well, Kendra, like, we're not, we're not shutting down. We're in the autumn we're of the year. We're not spring chickens. We're, no, we're in the autumn of the year. We both I agreed with you there. And, you know, it's just, we're 40 and that's fine. We're, someday. We're, we're not there yet. We're 40, and someday we will think back and we'll be like, oh my God, 
Don't you just wish we were 40 again? <laughs> oh, my God. Well, we anyway, will. the point of the story Less is that I've, I've had to, like, you know, it's like you change when you when you get older. And, like, I've started, like, putting Epsom salts in a bath when I need to soak things when that hurt. You know, everything changes. My feet have been killing me. And I was thinking, do you remember at Universal, speaking of, do you remember, like, they would have those little benches that you could sit on and put a quarter in it, like, vibrates on your feet to, like, uh, when your feet are tired? Did you see, ever see those? Kendra, I cannot afford things like that. I'm not a business owner like you are. I didn't say we used them. I'm just saying if you saw them. Anyway, it made me think, like, oh, that, that would feel so good, I bet. And I thought, what could I get that would, like, vibrate that I could put on my foot? And I thought, well, it need to be, like, long so because I, I can't, like, reach my feet because I'm, you know, bending over. It's too much. Yeah. And then I thought, well, they already made the perfect thing. It's a vibrator. I just need a vibrator to massage my feet with. But, yeah, you know, Did you get I can't one? go and be like, I just need a foot. No. I just thought it was a good idea. I wonder, I wonder what you thought about it. I am sure, A, that I, I'm sure if you just look online, I'm positive that they make hundreds of things specifically for feet massaging. But there's also, you could get a vibrator. Just order it through the mail. Who, like? Oh, I'm not afraid. You're afraid. <laughs> not afraid. <laughs> Terror! I can see the fear in your heart. Uh, you're like, I can't Please. go and just get a vibrator. You don't have to get one that's shaped like a giant veiny wiener, Kendall. Oh, uh, Kendall, you may not be afraid, but I say you are afraid of a ghost. Look what I got at the <gasps> Walmart today. Oh, my God. I love it. Ghostbusters cereal. I, I was looking for the Monster Mash, which is the Count Chocula Frankenberry hybrid stuff of this year. Not a hybrid, but a new thing. And, uh, but of those people, but they didn't have that yet, but they did have family size, and I, which I bought because I'm the size of a family. They bought. They have, well, that's our size. Yeah, yeah. Ghostbusters Afterlife. The cereal I just love the logo on the box. I'm going to need to get some. I know. Yeah, go get it. It's a, it was at Walmart in their seasonal aisle. It was not in the cereal aisle. It was in their seasonal aisle, it, which was in the grocery part. Wasn't far from the cereal, seasonal but it was not grocery. Yeah, there's one that find it in your seasonal, seasonal grocer's freezer. That was at Walmart. I'm sure other places it's in a more logical. Highly illogical, Spock. What? Where are we? What number are we on? But we are on number seven. Oh God. Number seven. What, what was I going to say for number seven? Oh, Cliff, number seven. I'm just going to sing you a little song and see if you can guess what the ball is. Okay. Bum, ba, bum, 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 ba, bum, bum, ba, bum, 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 ba, bum, bum, bum. Of course. I know exactly what ball it is. It's that ball that rolls <laughs> out. In the murder house on American Horror Story, when there's a ghost about to eat somebody in the basement, you know how when the red ball, you know, rolls out. Oh, all right. My second guess is when Indiana Jones is about to be crushed by a ball in an old temple. It's a good thing you get a second guess, Cliff. Yes, that old boulder that rolled right, right, almost right over Indy. The boulder. Don't you love it? Boulder, I hardly even know her. I mean, think about how many references to that that scene they've done in every movie. So many references. 
<laughs> and I just love when you go to Disneyland and you can ride the Indiana Jones ride. It almost rolls right over you. Oh, it's it's so excellent. And Weird Al and UHF did his reference. See? See? Everywhere. Everywhere. Have you seen the video of at uh, one of the, that Disney park where they have like the Indiana Jones show and the ball got off the track and it like started bouncing toward the audience? No! It was scary. What kind, was it like just a big styrofoam ball? I don't know what they meant. I mean, they said it had like, it was heavy. Like yeah, it, it had yeah, to have like yeah, heft to it. Yeah, yeah. So right, it was, right, it could like hurt right, somebody. Right, right, but uh, but nobody was hurt. Nobody was injured. Oh. Indy saved the day. He whipped his, his whip up and like grabbed a rafter and stopped the boulder right before it killed a little child with a balloon. Well, amen to that. I'm glad Harrison Ford was there in the audience to do that. And... And, Kendall, that's not even a joke. It's not. I wish it was. But it is time for the bad joke. Sometimes it feels like life is a joke, like Earth is a joke, like everything. It's like, really, well, you must be joking when you, the, you hear the things that you'd have to do. The hoops that must be jumped through for daily life. No human would ever, or no God, no loving God, would ever design this society for us to live in, would they? No. We design our own hell, Cliff. Kendall, what kind of exercise do lazy people do? Diddly squats. Ooh, I need to work on those. Oh, Kendall, what is Forrest Gump's password? One, Forrest, one. <laughs> Kendall, finally, for this section, what did one traffic light <laughs> Say to the other traffic light said, Stop looking at me, I'm changing. Ooh, yeah, perv. Hey, look away, pervert. Cliff, a mine owner advertised for new workers, and three guys turned up to fill the position. Uh, the owner tells the first guy, He said, You'll be in charge of the mining. He tells the second one, You're going to be in charge of the lift, and the third one, You're going to be in charge of making sure we have supplies. Well, the third one, he starts walking off looking for supplies, and a bee comes up, and it stings him right on the tongue, Cliff. His tongue just swells up like crazy. Uh, so the next day, all three men, they went into the mine. At the end of the day, one man was missing, and they searched for him for hours. And just as they were about to give up, he jumped out from behind a rock and started yelling, Supplies! Supplies! Oh, got one. Kendall, <laughs> I wasn't listening because... Uh, Better that way. I was thinking about three men coming in to fill my position and I couldn't stop thinking about that part. Kendall, what do you call bears with no ears? B. What's a foot long and slippery? A slipper, idiot. Why do French people eat snails? Well, they don't like fast food. Good. Good. It's great. Slow food. It's great. This one reminds me of our elevator stuck in the elevator show. What's red and moves up and down? A tomato in an elevator. <laughs> Love it. Is that the end of that segment, Cliff? You got it. <laughs> uh, Cliff, what's the difference between a southern zoo and a northern zoo? Oh, one's full of Yankees. Now, Cliff, a southern zoo has a description of the animals on the front of the cage along with a recipe. Uh-oh, and a statue of Robert E. Lee. Cliff, they passed a law in Alabama that says a woman has to wait to inherit her husband's estate until she's 14. 
Oh, it took me a long time. Because I was thinking, I've heard of worse laws in for women in southern states than, than that. Oh, you're but, plenty. No, that, but then, no, that's pretty bad when you think of it, when you really do the math. Kendall, but I was also just confused because I remembered in Alabama just all the sheep fucking that goes on. Kendall, oh, God. How do you throw a space party? You plan it. Janet, Schmanet. <laughs> and you need a space coin. Kendall, why don't scientists trust atoms? It's because they make up everything. God damn it. Oh, damn you know, they say talk is cheap, but have you ever talked to a lawyer? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Kendall, finally, two artists had an art contest, and, well, the good news was it ended in a draw. <laughs> Brilliant. But finally for me, an Alaskan was on trial in Anchorage, Alaska. You know, those those big trials that go on up there. I do The judge know. turned him and he says, where were you on the night of October to April? Because <laughs> the days are so long. No. I was thinking about three men filling my position. Kendall, number six. Number six. On the countdown of the best balls. God, yes. list, I wonder if listeners are just, I hope they're, you're all making your own list of y- your balls, your top balls, you know? Balls, 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 balls. Don't you think? Make your list. It's huge. The list just goes on and on. And yeah, you could submit it at Cliff and Kendall at Twitter and we'll, we'll talk about it and review it and correct it and return it to you. Kendall, number six. God, so many balls, so many good ones left. God almighty. I'm going to say, these balls, oh, they hang low. I've seen yours, Kendall, and I know they hang low. They're Christmas balls on the tree. (laughs) Christmas ball ornaments. But I can't help it. You know, I've got so many ornaments, I have to hang some low. You gotta hang. You have to hang some low. But no, think about a Christmas tree. What would it be without a couple balls on there? What Even, would it be? I have so many just classic collectible Hallmark ornaments that I barely have room for balls at Christmas. But I always make room for at least a couple on the tree, Kendall, because it's not the same. And, and I do appreciate when you go somewhere and you see a tree full of balls because it's just the. Especially if they're shiny, throws them off. Not unlike a disco ball, not quite in the same way, but in you a similar way. You love shiny balls, way. but You do too. You were just talking about it earlier. And I know. I know. Well, you could have said we all love shiny balls, or we're sorry, Cliff. Big, we all love shiny balls. We're big into shiny balls around here. But anyway, Kendall, the Christmas ball ornament for your holiday tree. Do you love it? Do you hate it? Do you agree wholeheartedly? Uh, Cliff, you know, a prerequisite to be on this show is that I love it. You love it. Oh, oh my goodness, Steve. Oh, oh, oh. Did you see that, first, oh. that last act that we were just watching, too? Oh, it's spectacular. captivating. I've never seen someone train a possum to do those things before. Oh, marvelous. Oh. Oh, whoa. Oh, I didn't even know possums could do that. <laughs> I did not know a possum was in the store, or I would have been standing on my chair. Let <laughs> me better stay in the booth. <laughs> it was really remarkable. Candlebow, don't worry, we're rushing there. Onto the list they've got to perform. I know there'll be the next 
big sensation in possum entertainment. Uh, I don't. I hope they don't have stage fright. I hope. I hope they don't play possum or play. Maybe they play, play right. our show instead. Well, that's good. <laughs> now we've we're counting down balls in here, but I would really like to go down to the other end of the strip mall here and get a couple of those fried balls at the erotic bakery. Do you think? Oh, those it, do sound good. You know, they have the dip. The, the light was on a minute ago saying that they were hot. hot, hot balls. They have hot, fresh balls down there. So I think we're, I'm going to, let's take a break. Kendall, can we just take a break? We don't have anything else yeah. we have to do. Why do not? We? Okay. Well, we'll be right back. All right. Balls. Oh dear. You should. Look Earth is dead. So you might as well keep listening to Cliff and Kendall coast to coast. Ready for some hot action tonight? We've got just what you want. It's so easy. Just pick up the phone right now and call 1-800-988-HEAT. We'll talk about whatever you want. So call 1-800-988-HEAT. Turn on the heat. Call now. And we're back. It's Cliff and Kindle time. This is my first royalty check from my summer dance jam, Balls. Balls, 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 Life's a ball, Kendall. Life's a ball. So everybody dance now. Sorry, we're we're messing with that guy's concentration. He's trying to balance a whole bunch of like marbles on top of each other or something. Uh, well, he's only balancing six. I don't think that's very impressive. <laughs> Good thing you're not the judge, Cliff. Again, you're not the judge. I guess that's the one way of putting down the poor classes. All right, Kendall. <laughs> Screw the middle classes. I will never accept them. My father's other family was middle class, and they kept us out of sight, hidden from view at his funeral. Remember that part of Evita, everybody? Yes, of course. We all remember the classic do. parts. Of course you do the classic parts, that part, and the balcony part, the most classic parts. Anyway, Kendall, this is a countdown of balls. Balls! Balls! Uh, I've never realized... How necessary balls. balls were, how unavoidable, how ever-present, how vital balls were to every facet of living until we did this countdown. Now you know. Now I know. You're just a ball of information now. now ball. I ball. As I spin on the great ball in the sky. Kendall. Number Cliff, number yes. five. Oh, God sakes alive. It is not 
not the little red target balls that you pass as you go into target. Yet number five, Cliff, is the crystal ball. Oh! Many times, Cliff, we've looked into the crystal ball over the year and the, the Wizard of Oz to see Auntie M. We've looked at the crystal ball in the Haunted Mansion and saw Madame Leota speaking to us. Okay, now if you were looking into a real crystal ball earlier in life, wouldn't you, I mean, people should be glad that their true working ones are not easy to find. Certainly can't find any in Busheltown. And because what if you really saw the way your life was going to be? So many people would be so suicidal. Yeah, you have to be really selective on what day you look. Oh, but who knows what day? And it's what time of the day. And it's, you know, yeah. I mean, good God. Kendall? Crystal God. ball. Crystal ball. Now, this makes me think that the fast food chain, of course, they don't like that fast food in France. They like snails. But the fast food chain, Crystal, with a K. Of course, it goes well yeah. with your KKK store. No, it's not KKK. It's Kendall's curtains and curiosities, right? It just makes them more... Cabinets of curiosity. A cabinet of curious cabinets. Kendall's curious... Can we move on? Crystal ball. All right. KCC... I've got some on the shelf over there. KCC? KCC doesn't work. KKK, it's offensive, but it just rolls off the top. It's not Weight Watchers. We don't need to call it WW. Let's just call it Kendall's Cabinets of Curiosity. No, but the opposite is what happens. If you said, well, well, let's change you to a to a C, then we'll be CCC, Kindle with a C, Kindle's Cabinet of Curiosity. I think that that sounds better. It, the CCC store sounds a little bit better, and it's certainly not as offensive. The K was the most expensive letter. Of well, it's also buying three of them is why it's you're out of money. But I only did one. Kindle. Why are we talking about this? I've long forgotten. I don't know what was happening. I don't know. I don't either. I got so offended by the name of your crystal ball. Yes, crystal balls, and just don't look forward into the future. Who would want to? What a nightmare! Good. Don't look anywhere. <laughs> Wear a blindfold. I was going to make a great point, but it really, you know, I'll come back to it later. You're the one that veered off track. <laughs> You're the one. No, it was me that was veered off track by you, Kendall. Debunk. <laughs> My God. Debunk, Kendall. Oh, gotta debunk that. <sighs> I just don't. Isn't it funny? Because in my heart, it's fall and autumn. But as I look out the glass windows up front here, the people waiting to audition, they are just sweating bullets. It is so hot and humid outside. It's hot in here. I, well, it's hot in here too. All these people. Oh, it's hot in here because I wish you'd pay your damn air conditioning bill. Why don't you go and turn the temperature <laughs> down? Well, Cliff, please. I, I told you last time you can't just turn it all the way to the left. You froze it up. That's why it's not running. Why, why is all the way to the left even in a setting if it, you can't set it there? Okay. I I I don't know. I didn't invent uh, it. Well, Kendall, maybe you should. Can we move, move on? On Kendall, you're the only one I'd move on for. Four, number four. Kendall, <gasps> these balls. Oh my God. Oh my God. What can I say? What is there to say about these balls? Everybody, if when I say it, you're going to feel the sensation of when it's in your mouth, 
right? Mm. A man's hairy testicle balls. Testicles, balls on a man and how they swing and they're pendulous under the penis and they're back and forth and sometimes testicles, testicles the number four balls. I know it seems low, but I was just afraid Kendall was going to leave them off altogether. <laughs> I would. I hate testicles. I hate them on well, knees. cut them off. Candle, give them to somebody who wants a couple more. I think that it it's easy. just one of the great things that hangs down there. One of the top three, easily. Anyway, Kendall, the <laughs> how great thou art. You know, where would we be without them? Nowhere. Because we all used well, to be in them. We all used to be in them. What if we? What if all of this horribleness of living is just a dream within somebody's balls, Kendall? What if that is our existence? What if life is not a dream within a dream, but a dream within a ball? What if that's? What if we're sperm, just floating, floating, and this is a nightmare we're having, like last week's show about nightmares. Who can say? Who can say? These are philosophical questions. They're unanswerable. Kendall, I thought you might have something to add, but wrong again. That's okay, I though. Cliff, I don't try to answer the unknown questions of the, of the galaxy. Oh, Kendall, the galaxy's got a thing or two to let you know about one of these days. But that's not what we're talking about now. Kendall, I want to move on, and I don't want to know about balls for just this one moment. I want to talk about what you would what do. What would I do? What would I do? But I want to know what you would do, Cliff. What would I do? W-W-I-D. W-W-I-D? W-W-U-D. Kendall, W-W-I-D. I-D. No, it is I-D. It's W-W-I-D. Is the name of the segment. What would I do, Kendall? <laughs> I being you. Start us off. Correct. With one for me. Cliff. So many flies in the booth. It's a lot of cheese. Well, Charles... I told you, don't allow him in here. Clip while you were sleeping. I love that movie, Sandra Bullock. Remember that, although it is a little bit weird to say about to a coma patient's family, hey, this is my boyfriend, and he doesn't even know you. <laughs> it's a little weird, and certainly where the genders oh, flipped, it would all be All love stories start differently. Well, all right. Uh, anyway, Kingdom. Yes, what were you saying about the great films of anyway. Sandra Bullock? No, while you were sleeping, Cliff, someone must have drugged you. Otherwise, I don't know how you didn't wake up during this, but they have nailed your testicles to the floor. It's excruciatingly painful, and you cannot move. There's no phone around you to call the police. And to make matters worse, whoever did this, they have also made an enormous breakfast, and it is sitting about 20 feet away from you, and it smells amazing. What do you do? Well, you said there's no phone, right? No phone. All right, but there is a hammer, and you pick up the back of it and use the nail, a puller out part of the hammer, and you release the nail from the floorboard. You use the napkin from the dinner table to bind your testicles, stop the blood flow. You make a call to the ambulance that's, uh, you know, they come on the way, and you sit down to a hearty breakfast before they come and take you to the hospital, repair you good as new. And, you know, you get a lot of ice cream while you're waiting in a hospital bed, recuperating. So, all in all, Kendall, what a wonderful day. Cliff, that was almost the perfect answer. You made one fatal mistake. Your hammer, you got to put a fulcrum underneath it or you're going to rip your ball sack. You bled out. 
after you pulled those nails out, you got to put uh, like a block underneath there. No, no, no. Oh, it's all right. Wrong. Didn't need that. <laughs> Debunked. All right, Kendall, let's see what you would do. God is tired Uh-oh. of making bananas. Hence, clowns uh, have no more banana peels to slip on. So his holiness, Pope, the pontiff, whatever, decides that you... belches right off the balcony. Yeah, and then he decides that you, Kendall, get to choose what clowns will slip on in the future. What would you do? W-W-I-D, meaning I as in you. What would you do? Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. What would be real funny to slip on? Um, 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 what if they, uh, what if they could slip on a pickle? Yeah. Wouldn't that be funny? That, well, it would. It would. <laughs> oh, he slipped on a pickle again. Come on, that's, that's just funny to hear. I mean, that's an acceptable answer. All right, Kendall. No, it's acceptable. It's acceptable. Well, good. We'll accept it. We'll accept it, and just survey says we'll accept it. All right. Great. What would you say? Uh, I'm trying to think of something else that'd be real funny to slip on. Uh, used condom, and then it would also. Oh, I, I'm thinking of the children, Cliff. I'm thinking of the children with the clowns. Listen, Kendra, you don't know what these children are doing these days. They promote safe sex. A nice plate of sardines. Plate of sardines. But, yeah, or that. Or oh, see, because we don't have mashed banana. Cliff, uh, you. One day, you just start hiccuping. Uh-oh. Turns out you have extremely uncontrollable hiccups, and they are extremely loud. Uh-oh. You get a call from the Potter Butter Butter Churn Center for the Arts. Uh-oh. And it turns out they are doing a life retrospective honoring Barbara Streisand. Yeah. She is coming here. She's coming to Busheltown. And just like at the Kennedy Center Honors, they are looking for people to perform her songs on stage. Yeah. So, of course, your phone was the first to ring. Right. Um, but because you're in controllable hiccups... They have asked me to sing in your place. What do you do? Uh, that wouldn't happen because even with hiccups, they would, <laughs> they would, you know, say, "Well, there's Cliff with hiccups, or there's Kendall," and then just overwhelming majority, you know, they would tell you it was by a thin majority, but it would just basically be a landslide. People on the board would vote to just like let's have Cliff hiccup a few times during people who need people instead of listening to Kendall warble through the whole thing. So I appreciate you, you, the vote Good of confidence. Good thing you had a crystal ball, Cliff. I know, right? As you stroll through a restaurant one day, you have a loud hiccup and startle an evil satanic witch, and she gets Uh-oh. really ticked off and decides to put a spell on you, and you will be forced henceforth to dance until you die. But She's not totally heartless. You get to choose the dance. What would you do? Uh, well, first of all, this doesn't sound bad at all as long as she performs a big musical number first. Let's see. I guess I would do the... Cliff, I'd do the swing. Do the swing. Do the swing? It's the most fun to dance all to. Right. Yeah. Might as well swing on into the afterlife. That's what Kendall would do. Be a swinger all the way into the afterlife. Oh, my. Oh, my. But Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Turn and Mr. Snodbottom, they're going to renew their wedding vows. Yeah. You have been asked. What's that? Sounds about right. Oh, you have been asked to make a cake for them. Oh, no. Now, you... Debunk, they're going to ask me to sing. They wouldn't ask me to make a cake. Cliff, you've been asked to do a lot of things, but first you've been asked to make a cake. Oh, okay. You couldn't be happier to do this, and you just can't wait. Unfortunately, the night of the event, 
we, you and I, find some cookies that we think are normal and they turn out to be special cookies. <laughs> and after being comatose for hours, you realize that you still must make them a wedding cake for that night. What are you going to do? Go to the erotic bakery, get a bunch of Dale ding-dongs, you just arrange them beautifully on a tray, and you frost them with some of that Duncan Hines frosting in a can from the Food and More. And you fr- once they're frosted and re, you know, you put them in a sort of a jumble, and then the, once you cut it the other way, they won't look like the dongs anymore. And it, the wedding is saved. There you go. Kendall, spit. You've done it again. You've done it again. Oh, whoa. Guess who's back? Kendall, you take, <laughs> speaking of food, the food more, you're there and you take the last gallon of <laughs> cookie dough ice cream at the food more and, uh oh, but somebody was behind you and you pissed them off. Too bad for you, it was an evil genie. And they saw you grab it and the evil genie curses you. Oh, this is really bad. They curse you. So that every time you get aroused, a nuclear bomb is dropped somewhere in the world. What would you do, Kendall? Well, Cliff, didn't I get a wish as well? No, you got a curse. They wanted that day ice cream. Uh, well, Cliff, luckily I sell some anti-cursing uh, powder over there on that second aisle over there. And I would just sprinkle it all around me. And I would be uncursed. Debunked. That would never happen. The <laughs> instant that you got that curse, I'm sure you'd go home. You'd see Susan in a sexual pose. And lucky for the rest of us. the f- We might want to get NATO on the line. The first nuclear bomb that fell fell right on you as well. And so wipes out the whole <laughs> town. And luckily you. That would have been... Okay, that's the perfect answer. I would have called... The government, I would have said, look, I just got cursed by a genie. Send a missile to me right now. Take me out before I can do any damage. Then everyone's saved, and and I'm gone. Well, perfect. if only you could go back in time and answer that, but you didn't. You wiped out the whole (laughs) town. Uh, Yes, Kendall, on my turn, right? That's it. That's it? You have no more? No. Well, you're an idiot. I have one more that must be answered. HBO. We all love it, right? Home box office. It's not TV. It's HBO. They pull out all the stops, and they pony up the dough for the four best stars slash performers, meaning, of course, Bette Midler, Whoopi Goldberg, Jake Gyllenhaal, and me. And you. And they're going to get us all for a limited series. And since they spent all their money on the stars, you know, we don't come cheap, the four of us, they asked you who does work cheap, uh, to come up with an idea for the limited series for the four of us. So what would you do? What idea would you do? And imagine that you can't call me because I'm too busy in, you know, actor rehearsal stuff with Jake and Bet and Whoopi. Let's see. The four of you It's already been established. The four of us could remake any film. uh, Any film of all time. Uh, I mean, just... Imagine us in, in uh, you know, Hocus Pocus. We'd have Bette Midler. She could be Bette Midler in Hocus Pocus. And, you know, Whoopi could be Sarah Jessica Parker. I could be uh, Kathy and Jimmy. And, oh, Jake would be perfect. He'd be a little bit older, but he could be Max, and he could go as a little leaguer without trick-or-treating. Would be perfect. <laughs> uh. 
Spot Clip. I had on the tip of my tongue so a great show. It was it was gonna be amazing. Say it. It, like say network say it. Then you then you started talking about Hocus Pocus and it was all gone. <laughs> okay, the four of you are um, hosts of a daytime talk show. Oh yeah. A la the view. Oh yeah. Right? When but but watch out, things are not as they seem. Because one of you goes missing. Uh-oh. And they're like, who is it? So, of course, they get a guest host to come in to fill in that spot where that person's gone. They bring in, who the heavy hitter? This guy right here. I come in to be a guest star, and the four of us solve where that person has gone. It's it's like a ongoing series, and it's a whole big like conspiracy. It's oh, it's so, going to be so good. Unfortunately, when HBO <laughs> reads your treatment and they see that you've included yourself, they pass. But lucky for <laughs> Jake and Whoopi and Bet and myself, we get to keep you know the money that you, they already paid us. So we get to keep that. It was a pay or play or what have you. Well, I'm 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 glad I could help you guys out to get paid and not have to do anything. You're welcome. Kindle doesn't just burn you inside. That so many people are. Doing that, they're being paid to do nothing for so for various reasons. Yes. Yeah, it burns. It burns like a hemorrhoid. Oh God! Let's talk about something more pleasant, like balls. Balls, balls, Cliff. Moving on up the list. Number number three. three. Cliff, this is a ball. That you just love to hold in your hand and play with. Oh, we've already talked about testicles. I'm talking the snow globe, Cliff. <laughs> How many beautiful, wonderful moments has of your life just been wrapped around a snow globe? Like in, um, in, in uh, Mary Poppins. Feed the birds. That scene starts by looking at the snow globe. Oh, it's just so... So wonderful and beautiful. Don't you love a good snow globe scene? It is so hard for me to think of any life experiences that didn't involve a snow globe. Of course, the snow globe is a wonderful ball to include on the ball countdown. Don't you love when you shake it and it snows? Don't you just wish you were in there, but you know, but it wasn't water and you were really snowing? Oh, it's so beautiful. Who doesn't love goddamn snow globe where you twist it and it plays the music and transports you into the ball. Having a ball. Oh, boys, <laughs> did you see the last person? Oh, she was a wonderful ventriloquist. <laughs> For a moment, I really thought that dummy was talking to you, Sugar Lump. <laughs> oh, I know, dear. Oh, I thought she had a secret assistant standing by in the curtain. <laughs> I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> oh, I thought it might be smoke and mirrors, but no, she was just very talented, boys. <laughs> Not to be missed. Oh, I hate we missed that. Oh, well, I, I guess she made it in the show. Oh, definitely, Kano. <laughs> of course, dear, of Oh, course. of course. She's right up there at the top. <laughs> of course, we have... Just wait. Yes, 40 or 50 more acts waiting outside, just ready to perform. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see what they all do, dear. And I won't spoil the surprise at the end of the ventriloquist act, but I will say it involves a glass of water. <laughs> oh, I... <laughs> oh, wasn't it wonderful, dear? That is intriguing. Now, Mrs. Potter, but a turn. Are you going to perform in the show at all? 
all? No, dear, no. I, I, I want to let everyone else shine, dear, because this is about the charity. And, and you know, dear, I just want to make sure the right people are up there on stage. It's <laughs> true. Need to be seen. It's true. You don't want to let the, the right people on the stage. So the ones who really shine, who could really bring you know, attention to this charity of, of the children going to summer camp or whatever it is. So I agree, you need to really make sure you get the right people to really shine on stage at the show. Dear, is he having a stroke? <laughs> oh, I'm not sure. I've been having a bowel attack. Oh, my. <laughs> I've barely well, that's normal. even noticed. <laughs> All right, well, it looks like Charles is letting somebody else in there to audition, so you guys better go and watch them. Oh, what are they? Why are they? Dear, what? Is that on fire, dear? Is that flaming? It's a hula hoop on fire. Yeah, you may want to go make sure they don't set Kendall's oh, merchandise on fire. this may be good, dear. Let's go see what they can do. Of course, Kendall's merchandise is pretty cheap. Charles, get the fire extinguisher ready just in case. Okay, uh, Cliff. Kendall, I thought you said that they were going to ask me to be the closing act of the whole show. <gasps> well, that's that's the plan, Cliff. It's the plan. Well, they didn't take the hint when I kept saying that. <gasps> well, uh, Cliff, I can't help it. I don't know. They're, they've got their mind on all this, all this going on here. All this going on. Well, I know what's going on now. Are you talking what? to me? Me, 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 talking me, me, to me, 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 God. Cliff, <clears throat> I've got a quote for you from a movie. I don't know who you are or what you're doing here, but I will not tolerate rudeness in the presence of a star. Oh, that was from A Star is Born. <laughs> no, Cliff. Unfortunately, no. It was from the old movie Nashville. Oh, <laughs> All right, all the Nashville heads out there are screaming it. Kendall, We're screaming. this is for you. Hey, man, if this is torture, chain me to the wall. Uh, was that from The Princess Bride? No, <laughs> it was from Oliver and Company. Oliver the dogs. and Company. About the dogs. The rough life. Oh, sorry. Cliff. I do not, for one, think that the problem was that the band was down. I think the problem may have been that there was a Stonehenge monument on stage that was in danger of being crushed by a dwarf. Spinal tap? Yes. Oh. <laughs> why, why was such hesitancy? I thought that one would be easy. Uh, Kendall, I, you don't even understand when I'm acting. I'm doing this for the benefit of the listeners. Oh, gotcha. Wink, wink. Kendall, this is not me saying this. I gotta go to the John. I'll be right back. Gonna introduce Mr. Thick Dick to Mr. Urinal Cake. Oh, Cliff, was that dumb and dumber? No, and it wasn't the lousy indoors. It was the great outdoors. Oh, the great outdoors. Who said that, Dan Aykroyd? Ah, you bet your bippy he did. You bet your thick... You your bet th your bippy. Your thick dick and your urinal cake <laughs> that he did. <laughs> Uh, this thing, it grabs hold of us again at the wrong place at the wrong time, and we're dead. Oh, Kendall, if I knew I'd quit you, this show would be over, but I don't. It was a broke back mountain. I figured I don't know how to, or I, I what is it, I don't know how to quit you? Yeah. 
Yeah, I, it wasn't going to be that because I knew that one was too easy. Too easy, Kendall, too easy. Here's another one for you. Fuck, even in the future, nothing works. I know that. I know that quote very well. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I want to say Back to the Future, but I know they didn't say fucking Back to the Future. <laughs> no, they didn't. He didn't say you got to get it up to 88 fucking miles per hour, Marty. <laughs> I, I don't know, Cliff. What was it? Oh, God. Kendall, I cannot even... Uh, wait, I turned away from it's it. It's going to hurt. Oh, this is especially apropos for our show, for our ball countdown. I can't believe it's not number one, not your solid number one. It's Spaceballs. Oh, that's right. Cliff, um, you just ruined number one of the <laughs> countdown. Oh, Cliff, I'm no longer talking to you. No longer talking to you, 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 you. Thank God you're no longer talking to me. Oh my gosh. I can't believe we've gone through eight balls already. Listeners are saying, what could be better than the crystal ball? What could be better than the testicle? Well, there's only (laughs) one of these balls, Kendall. Only one. Oh. But everybody loved it. They loved her. Lucille Ball. Lucy. From, of course, I love Lucy. The I Lucy love show. Lucy, and she loves me. Here's Lucy. We're as happy as we can be. All available on a shelf in my bedroom. <laughs> my meat measurement contains vitamins, meat, vegetables, and minerals. <laughs> uh, yes, with my meat measurement, you can spoon your way to hell. There are... <laughs> So many reasons to love Lucy. This is one of the great stars of all time. And with a name like Ball, she can't be left off of the greatest Ball countdowns. So why don't you join the thousands of happy, happy people and get a great big bottle of Maya Mita Midgement? <laughs> Remember that name. Candle, she's another reason to think if you feel like you've wasted your life because it's in the autumn of the year. She didn't. She was, of course, an established actress, but she didn't ma- find major, major success until she's in her forties doing "I Love Lucy." So there's there's hope for us yet. Well, not us, but other talented people. <laughs> there are there is hope for them. Kendall, speaking of my shows, you know how I just love my DVD shows, right? How I'm addicted to I know to you them. do. I just sit and look at them all on the shelves. And I was thinking, you know, I just have so many that, you know, and they're so similar, similar like, you know, Mama's Family and Modern Family and the Adams Family and mm-hmm. fa- Family Ties. And, if uh, you know, the other families are like the Jeffersons and the Munsters and the Flintstones and the Simpsons. And then if you like shows, you know, I've got the Mary Tyler Moore show, Dick Van Dyke show, Andy Griffith show, Bob Newhart show, Larry Sanders show, the Lucy show, Charlie Brown and Snoopy show, and only the first three seasons of the Muppet show because the people who run Disney are just rat bastards and they all deserve to burn in hell because seasons four and five <laughs> are not on DVD. But anyway, Kendall, 
And also, I've got some friends. If you want to s- see some friends, not friends the show. I don't have friends the show with Monica and Ross and all that. But I do have other friends who I talk to sometimes, like Roseanne and Maude and Frazier and Ellen and Rhoda and Hazel and Gidget and Daria and Reba. And she's a survivor. Kendall and I'm a survivor. And that's just the tip of the iceberg, Kendall. I have so many TV shows, so many things to watch, and so much time to do it in. Number two, Lucille Ball. Ball. <laughs> oh, Cliff. What a wonderful ball. I do love all the TV show friends. I love to have them visit. Everybody knows your name. Oh, yeah. Everybody. So, Cliff. I know all that. That's a wonderful number two. Wonderful name. And it's hard to top Lucille Ball. And it's I, hard. I, she really should be at number one. Oh, did you see... The I'm sure you know this, or maybe you even talked about it. The they're making a it's like a movie Aaron Sorkin wrote that's about the the Lucille and Desi. Yeah, you knew about it. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be so bad. Uh, I was like, I'm sure this is not something that's gonna be great. It's gonna be like I'm sure like showing them like fighting all the time and you know well, not how we want to remember Lucille. Well, it, it's supposed to take place during like a week or something. And, oh, okay. and I mean, like, there's artistic license and stuff, of course. But it, yeah, there's a there's different things that are happening during this week that were you know, like happen sort of like years apart and stuff. Uh-huh. So it's like there ha- it's oh this one week she was called a communist uh, on the you know by the McCarthy or whoever, and then oh yeah. then that same week she found out Desi was cheating on her and then oh that's a, it's like no oh. that didn't all happen at the same time that didn't happen within two days so i'm sure i'm sure you knew all about it i just i had only heard a glimpse this week about it just heard a glimpse everybody but we don't have time to talk about all about that glimpse that he heard we have to get to number one <gasps> don't have time cliff number one number this one. ball uh, everybody knows everybody knows this ball cliff oh everybody. my oh god oh and really before i oh, before I even say that ball, I want to mention just a couple, just a couple of honorable mentions that we that I didn't even have uh, the space to get to. All right, the Epcot, the big ball at Epcot. That's the spaceship Earth. That's beautiful. Oh yeah, part of my life. I love it. Didn't have time to get to it. Oh uh, yeah, snowballs, Cliff. Don't you love a good snowball to the face? I love a snowball. I don't really like the snowball, the cake, because of all the coconut. Don't like all the coconut. Uh, Cliff, sweaty balls. Gotta love those sweaty balls. I said sweaty balls. That was number four, the man's testicles that came in but at number no, four. But the, no, the delicious sweaty balls from SNL. Alec Baldwin's oh. sweaty balls. Oh, well, back in the day, I'm sure his were something to write home about. <laughs> anyway, Cliff, the real yeah. number one oh. that we all know and love is that big ball that drops every year oh. and lands to mark the new year. The Times Square Ball. <laughs> I'm adjusting myself to you placing it at number one. And in the spirit of balls and roundness and the smooth curvature of their circumference. And uh, I'm just going to roll with it like a ball. Candle. 
Good. New Year's Eve. Play. What are you doing? New Year's. What ball are you dropping? New Year's. You need to add a new verse. Well, Cliff, I didn't want to say the the old boring what I you know I would say is number one is the earth that we're all on. I didn't want to say that. Oh. I thought in the spirit of love and year-round brotherly communion with every each and everyone. <clears throat> everybody knows the, the ball drops at Times Square. And I, what I love about it is I found out why it drops and why we do it. Do you know why? this? Do you know why? why we have a ball drop? Why would we do it? Because Cliff, <clears throat> there used to be a thing, and they still exist. You can see them. There are these little, uh, these little houses, and they would have a little ball on a stick, and they would drop at noon every day. So that all the sh- the people in the boats, all the um, cap- sea captains, would know what time it was at noon. And then when they decided to do a big announcement for New Year's, they were like, we could do the same thing, but let's do it at midnight instead of noon. How come the sea captains just didn't wear a watch? Cliff, this was way before the time of watches. They had to it synchronize was, all their watches. There no, was, it was never before, a time. It's before, before Timex, watches. and they didn't have like uh, liquid crystal displays that kept them all... The same, you have to synchronize your watch every day to make sure you're all coming in and out of port at the same time. But you would know what if you were looking off into the distance for a few minutes and then you turn back around and it's like, oh, it's been noon for who knows how long. You're not coming in at the same time. You're late. You're still late. All you know is you're late. But I don't know all the ins and outs of the old ball drops. All I know is that it it was the catalyst for the biggest ball drop in the world. That's the New York ball drop. Well, Kendall, we can't have everything, can't win them all, can't have all the balls, but our listeners sure have had a ball this episode. Yes, they have. And they're thinking about, what about Cinderella's ball? What about the balls? Like on Pose, where the people come and they Vogue, 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 those are great balls. Many of those also tied for number one, or even possibly eclipsed the New Year's Eve ball, but we just don't have time to mention all of the balls when there are so many balls there's so many balls oh my goodness dear we have made all of our final decisions we've went through all the auditions okay so wonderful everyone man i saw you run those last few through what were they doing they were just like standing there just for a second were they like flashers or was it like puppetry of the penis or something just dear, it turns out several people got lost on the way to the the local Denny's dear and they didn't actually mean to audition. <laughs> oh yes. What a silly mistake. Several large groups waiting for a table. <laughs> it turned I out I thought they were going to do a grand slam performance. I didn't understand what they were saying, dear. Oh, I thought it was one of those big singing families like the Carter family. <laughs> but they all wanted pancakes, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear, but I wanted Cliff to, to give you this piece of paper so you could read all the all the entries into the talent show. Alright, oh there they are. These are some good entries. Oh, do you see them all dear? Do you see down at the bottom? Down at the bottom. Oh, it's an arrow to flip over to the back. Oh, oh dear, flip the paper over, dear. Oh, oh. Me yeah, uh me. You mean you want me to close the show, do the final hour of the show. Oh dear well, All we, right. we thought there would be no one else to do it that could just do it with the justice that you did. Well, you know, if you really want to put the asses in the seats, or keep them there at the end of the show for another solid hour at least, not counting encores, then 
I'll do it. For charity, I'll do it. All right. You twisted oh, my arm. Crockpot, bring over that cake, dear. See, I made you a cake, dear, in celebration of it, dear. Oh, it's a celebratory cake for us all. So if you two boys would wrap up whatever this is you're doing in here, wasting time in this booth, then we can get on with cutting it. Okay, yeah, can, oh, yeah. Let's wrap up the Lord's work and let's, let's get into eating cake. Wrap it up. It's cake time. All right. I've been Cliff. <laughs> and I'm Kendall. It's cake time. We'll see you here next week. All right. Thanks for listening to Cliff and Kendall Coast to Coast. Binge listen to more episodes at cliffandkindle.podbean.com. <laughs>